shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Amen. I want to, for a brief moment, as we have seen black history, show you that the power of a dream can change your life. Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, please remain a dreamer. Oh, man. Please remain a dreamer. Regardless of what you've gone through, regardless of the pain that you might have experienced, continue to dream on. It is important to know that dreams have a value. Not every dream, but some dreams God is trying to speak to you because the Bible declares that dreams are the business of the day. And when we have a mind to want to serve God and to honor God and to bring light to folks that, amen, are in darkness, God will speak to you and bless you and cause you to make a difference. Amen. As I share this fact about how that there's nothing new in the importance of a dream. A dream can bring you out of depression. A dream can bring you quick joy. A dream can bring you such inspiration that no matter what goes on, you believe it's going to happen. Are you hearing me today? Here in the Bible where we're getting ready to go, I'm going to talk about a man who received a dream. And I like to use for a thought today, inspired by a dream. Inspired by a dream. Martin Luther King, a man, he was so inspired by the dream that he began to share with all of those he would come in contact with. And when they would hear the dream, they were inspired by the dream. Amen. If you want people to, amen, rally, we have to be inspired by what we believe. Amen. There's got to be some enthusiasm and some excitement in you. Because, amen, enthuse means, amen, coming from the French word in God. So when you find people who are enthusiastic, it is because they're flowing in the thing of God. Amen. And so here we find in the book of Judges, amen, I know I'm starting at the 27th verse, but I want to just tell you what was going on in Gideon. God, amen, saw the need of the people. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I was created to fulfill a need. Come on, talk to somebody you ain't talked to all day. And look at him and say, I was, I was created to answer a need. Uh-huh. That's what I was created for. God never created you just for you. He created all of us, amen, to fulfill a need. In the book, God deals with Gideon in the very first few chapters, verses, and he tells him, thou art a mighty man of valor. Immediately, amen, because of weakness of flesh, we always want to see our inabilities. We want to see all what we can't do. But we need to start seeing ourselves as God sees us. Amen. You are somebody. Hit three people and just tell them you are somebody. If you don't know, let me tell you right now, you are somebody. You are somebody that God believes that can make a difference in your generation. The Bible declares as he began to talk to Gideon, he said, Gideon, God has selected you. 
And then immediately he wanted to start talking about problems. Stop talking about problems when God trying to give you a promise. Stop talking about what you're going through when God is saying, I'm about to bless you. Stop talking about what you've been through when God says, I'm getting ready to bring you out. Learn to start talking the things of God so God can inspire you, amen, and then equip you to achieve your dream. Click God in mind. Hit somebody and say, I'm on, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. He said, listen here. And Gideon began to talk back and forth with God. Amen. And he began to talk about, Lord, well, Lord, if this is really you, then let's make a deal. <laughs> God is not Monty Hall. He is not trying to make deals. He said what it's going to be. He told the disciples, said, get in the ship. We're going on the other side. They ran into a storm and began to doubt what God has spoke. But I'm a firm believer that when God speaks a word, it's got to happen. Oh, hit somebody say, it's got to happen. Come on, blessed in the city. Come on, blessed in the city. It's got to happen. Come on, say it with me. It's got to happen. Blessed in the field. Blessed in the going in. Blessed going out. Why? Because God said, I'm going to bless you. Huh. Not me, I can't bless myself. I don't have that kind of power. You can't bless me because you might not meet my expectation. But God can meet every need in our lives. He can fulfill your joy when nobody even knows what your joy is. Oh, that's how awesome he is. Amen. Gideon's talking to Amen, the angel and the angel's telling him, well, oh, what God. He said, well, if you be God, then go ahead and make, amen, this fleece wet. Go ahead, make the fleece wet. And it happened. <laughs> and it happened. Oh, now make the fleece dry. And it happened. Look at your neighbor and say, what message is going to be preached before you go ahead and believe God? How many messages got to take? Get in down there be playing, playing, let's make a deal when God said the deal is already set. The blessing is already there. The miracle is already at hand. Your victory is already yours. Come. Oh, I wish I could get somebody to say, you ain't trying to get the victory. You already got the victory. He's still dialoguing back and forth with the angel. Because Gideon, you're going to bring the children of Israel out. You might be the one in your family that's going to bring your family out. You might be the one that's going to bring and lead folk to salvation. Oh, yeah, they're talking about you now. They might not like you now, but that's all right. Amen. Deliverance come with a price. And so he goes on, and he finally convinced Gideon that amen is going to happen, which brings us all the way to verse 27 in Judges chapter 6, 27. The Bible says, Then Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord said unto him, and so it was, because he what? Because he what? Because he feared his father's household uh -huh, and the men of the city that he could not do it by day. Now, what, now, now my question is, if God told you to do it, guess what? You would have been able to, to do it in the day. But, but, but because God knew, tell your neighbor, God knows your makeup. Come on, look at somebody else and say, God knows your makeup. 
He knows what you can take and what you can't take. He knows your level of strength and your power. He knows your level of faith and he also knows your level of doubt. And he knew that regardless of what he did, guess what? Gideon was going to pace the floor at night. So instead of letting Gideon pace the floor at night, God put him to work at night. <laughs> Do you hear what I'm saying? Insomnia set in. Somebody say insomnia. Insomnia set in. What do you mean insomnia? Insomnia means the in inability to sleep adequately. The, and the cause may include poor sleeping conditions, circulatory or brain disorder, breathing disorders such as sleep or sleep apnea, uh -huh, mental distress. And most of us, amen, will allow stress to keep us up at night. Oh, y'all gonna talk to me about it. Uh-huh. Tension and depression will keep you up. Amen. And cause you to lose sleep. But see, God doesn't want you to be pacing the floor over your circumstance. God doesn't, oh, I wish I could get somebody to talk back to me. Look, look at your neighbor and say, God don't want you to worry about anything. That's why he sent Jesus. They on the ship. Amen. Look like they're about to go down and can I tell you something about the ship? Can I tell you something about the ship? See, when we talk about ship, we're looking at, amen, all these different floors covered up, amen, no access for water to get in the ship. They didn't have a three-story ship. Jesus was right there on the ship while the waves is running over the top of the ship and getting wet. But see, he said, I will give my beloved sleep. So no, regardless of what you may be going through as far as the storms and the rains, coming and trying to drench your joy and hope, you ought to still learn how to rest in the Lord. Gideon's up all the night worrying about how this thing going to come to pass. Amen. But we need to remember the promises that God can only do. Judges chapter 6, 27 says it this way. And the Lord said unto him, peace be unto you. Fear not. Grab somebody by the hand and say, peace be unto you. Come on, grab the hand. You never know. Let me tell you something. You never know what somebody's going through that's sitting right next to you. Because a lot of times, folk don't tell you their problems or their situations. They sit there and they smile and they look like they're all right. But let me tell you something. Sometimes you just need to grab somebody and just tell them it's going to be all right. And if they happen to respond and say, well, I know it, just say, praise the Lord. Why do we ask people sometimes, everything's going to be all right, only when they're going through a storm? You ought to just grab somebody right now and just tell them it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Come on, hit them. Just say, it's going to be all right, Robin. I don't care what it looks like, it's going to be all right. I don't care how you feel, it's going to be all right. I don't care what they said, it's going to be all right. I don't care how short your funds are, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. That baby got, 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 got the thing lodged in his throat, and, and, and the mother said, no, my baby, and ran. We walked over and said, it's going to be all right. Next thing you know, that little pill or whatever that thing was in his throat fell on the ground with all that puke. It's going to be all right. Here with that smile now. He's going to sing later. Look at that. And so we need to understand 
that God is serious about bringing you to victory. Come on, high five your neighbor and say, you're on your way to victory. Inspired by a dream. Judges 7, verse 9, it says, and it came to pass. Thank you. The same night, the what? The same night that the Lord said unto Gideon, arise, get thee down unto the host. For I have delivered into thine hand, into thine hand. But if thou what? Fear. After all I've shown you, and you're still kind of nervous about trusting me, I'm going to give you another shot at increasing your faith. Tell your neighbor he'll never, he'll never give up on you. He'll never give up on you. He's going to keep trying to empower your faith. Come on, he's he going to keep trying to empower your faith. Regardless of how difficult it might be, Lord, help thy mind unbelief. And guess what? God said, listen, if you still got some fear, this is what I want you to do. Arise and go down to the host. For I have already delivered them into thine hand. But if thou fear, go down. And it says he went on down to the host. And it says, and thou shalt hear what they say. And afterwards shall thine hands be strengthened. Somebody say afterwards. Afterwards you're going to receive strength in thine hands. Somebody say strength. Then he went on down. Him and his servant. And they were armed men in that host. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of the east laid along the side of the valley like grasshoppers. Look at somebody and say, when the odds are against you. God said he'll still be right there. He's going to still be right there. With tears rolling down your face, he's going to still be right there. When you feel uncomfortable and unloved, guess what? He's going to still be right there. When nobody seems to agree with you, he's going to still be right there. When you can be in the midst of a people and still feel lonely, he said, I'm going to still be right there. Good God Almighty. Look at this. And so he said, they all at the multitude laid there by the valley as grasshoppers and their camels were without numbers and the sand by the seaside for multitudes. Somebody say multitudes. Multitudes against your three. Multitudes against your one multitudes against your big dream in a little cup. Come on, somebody. And it says, and when Gideon came down, and behold, he said there was a man there who told what? A dream. Who told what? A dream unto his fellow. Mm -hmm. And said, behold, I have dreamed a dream. Sound like Martin. I have a dream. And somebody heard. The Bible says, behold, I dreamed a dream, and lo, a cake of barley uh -huh, tumbled into the host of the Medians. And it says, and then came unto the tent, and smote it that it fell, mm -hmm, and overturned it, and the tent laid alone. And his fellow answered and said, this is nothing else <laughs> save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. Good God of mine. God will speak to folk to make a way for you. That's right. Yes, he will. Oh, can I get a witness? Yes, 
when God has called you and sanctified you and appointed you, I don't care what you need, God will raise up somebody to meet the need. Look at this. It says, and, and it was so when Gideon heard the telling of the dream. Oh, man. When Gideon heard the dream, the telling of the dream, and the interpretation thereof, he did what? He did what? He did what? He worshiped because he heard what? A dream. He heard God speak through the dream. What are you saying, preacher? When Martin spoke the volume that I have a dream, somebody out there was inspired. And because they were inspired by a dream, they could receive being hosed down where the hose would rip their skin. Y'all gonna talk to me. A fire hose has such a power and force that it could rip your skin right off your body. How can someone hear a dream and be willing to sacrifice? Only God can do a thing like that. Come on, tell somebody, only God can do a thing like that. The Bible says that he began to worship. How can I get answers in my life? When I hear the gospel preach, I immediately receive it and I get into worship. Oh, let me say that again because I'm, I'm, I'm in that place right now. I heard Robin say earlier today, she said, I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm in my personal moment. I see y'all out there, but where I'm at right now, y'all ain't even with me because I'm in my moment. I'm in that moment that I heard something from heaven that only heaven could reveal, and it has inspired me to release you so I could just get lost in him. Come on, somebody. And he got lost in the dream and began to do what? Worship. I believe those that were around him were beginning to wonder, this man was just in fear. Now he's lost in worship. He's lost in worship. He's inspired by the dream. And the Bible declares that once he began and finished worship, he returned to, oh man, I just caught that. Help me, Robin. I want to tell somebody, right while you're in it, notice he didn't wait to get back to where it was safe. Did you hear what I just said? Notice he didn't wait till all things were conducive. He got lost in worship in the enemy's camp. Oh, did you hear what I just said? He got lost in worship right there in the enemy's camp. He didn't wait to see the answer. He just got lost in the worship because the dream that he heard was sufficient to give him power, to give God the glory. And when you give God the glory, you got to get an answer. I'm talking to somebody right now. Don't wait till everything is perfect to get lost in praising God. Praise God right where you are. He didn't wait right there in the enemy's camp. Now let me tell you something about worship. Worship ain't quiet. Worshiping. 
When you get lost in worship, tears might start flowing. Hands start lifting up. Might even break out into a shout. Tell your neighbor, worship ain't quiet. But what's so awesome about God, I'm getting it right now, is that when you worship, I'm talking about really worship. They can't hear what God hears. The singers get together and they pay for an acoustic environment. That amen, the sound is only contained inside the environment where they're at. So he's right there in the camp, but he's right there in the closet. In the acoustic environment. He's getting lost in the moment. But the enemy couldn't hear. Because God surrounded his praise. And absorbed all the praise. Didn't let no noise get out. He praised God right in the midst of his trouble. And trouble didn't have a clue. That I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Right there. Hit somebody say right there. Let's worship God. Right there. Don't wait for another moment. Don't wait for something else. Right there. Right there. Right in the enemy's face. Right there. While Bill's got you backed up. Right there. When relationships all messed up, right there. When you got sickness in your body, right there. As the songwriter wrote, I'ma praise him in the morning. I'ma praise him in the noonday. I'ma praise him when the sun go down. Cause I'ma praise him right where I'm at. Right where I'm at. Oh, I just can't let it go right where I'm at. He returned to the host of Israel and said, let us rise. Let us rise. Let us rise and shine and give God the glory. Come on, tell somebody, rise right now and give God the glory. Inspired by a dream. Inspired by a dream. Inspired by a dream. So powerful is the dream that it inspires me to praise God right where I'm at. Oh, yes, we shall overcome because we have overcome. Let me just finish this. The Bible says in, in Judges chapter 7 verse 20, it says he breaks it off into three companies, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. 
they break off into three companies. Huh? Because a three courts, a, a cord, a three prong cord is not easily broken. He breaks it off into three. And they blew trumpets. And they began to break the pitchers. And they began to heat. Hold up the lamp, the light of Israel, the love of God, the, the emerald of faith. And they began to blow with it. Somebody said there was some noise of praise coming out of that place. Come on, tell your neighbor, neighbor, if you, how anointed are you? Is your praise strong enough to confuse your enemy? Come on, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I need you to help me praise God. There's some things going on in my life. And if you get with me right now, I believe I can praise my way out. Can anybody got a, got a praise left? Help me praise my God. And they began to clap those hands. They began to shout under Zion. And victory. The enemy became confused. And victory. And victory. And victory. see when you cry loud and spare not Martin began to share loud protests of peace when I look at how the Bible declares the book of Hebrews chapter 11 that book is considered the hall of faith did you hear what I just said it's considered the hall of faith. Well, when I think about those that gravitate to the clarion call that I have a dream, I believe that statement is a statement that we all need to get into called the hall of faith. When I look at Frederick Douglass, who himself was an influential black newspaper-minded individual who created a man a newspaper company called the Frederick Douglass Paper and the Douglass Monthly heard the clarion call for freedom. When I look at W.E.B. Du Bois, an American, amen, civil advocate, uh, advocate, activist, leader, socialist, educator, historian, writer, notice these people are educated. If we're going to bring about change, we can't be ignorant. We've got to be, amen, mentors of education. If you're struggling in an area, I wish our young people pay attention to what I'm saying. Amen. To understand that Harriet Tubman, amen, even though she could not read, even though she could not write, she led the Underground Railroad. 
and became the conductor so much so that even though she had her freedom, she could not be free till she seen that others were free also. That's why we got to learn to serve our generation. We got to learn how to understand it's not just about me. Rosa Parks, a man, a civil rights advocate who refused to surrender her seat to a white passenger, amen, in Montgomery, Alabama, and spurred a worldwide, citywide boycott and helped launch a national, come on, somebody say national-wide, national-wide effort to end segregation of public facilities. Malcolm X goes over to Mecca, amen, because, see, God don't want you to walk in error. God allowed uh, Malcolm X to go over to Mecca, come back and denounce what he used to believe to understand that God is trying to free all of us, white men and black men, amen, Hispanics and Jews, that we all might become one in the purpose and plan of God, the hall of faith. Muhammad Ali, amen, the first, amen, uh, American fighter, amen, who became the greatest boxer ever known. What was he known for? His loudness. Amen. His loudness. Amen. He refused to go to the military because of the injustice. And he was punished for it. But he still became the best fighter ever known. And the list goes on. I could talk about Arthur Ashe. Amen. Booker T. Washington. Mm -hmm. Jesse Jackson. Langston Hughes. Morgan Freeman. And last but not least, our president, Barack Obama. From the slave house to the white house. Somebody said that required faith in God. Give God a praise right now. Inspired by a dream. Don't let your dream die. No matter the obstacles. Success comes with pain, Shannon. Victory comes with pain. Stop running from things that might be on the other side, your answer. Suffer may endure for a moment, but joy cometh in the morning. I say this in my closing as Matthew 19 and 24 where Jesus begins to talk. And he says, amen, unto those that were in his midst. And again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus knew their mindset that only rich people go to heaven. But the devil is a lie. You can be poor and still make heaven a glorious place in your life. Or you might not have what somebody else had, but stop thinking that you don't qualify. Jesus came that we all might have life and have it more abundantly. What you're living on, amen, might be not enough for a rich man to live off of, but you live off it, and you're happy as a monkey in a barrel of peanuts. Oh, I wish I could talk to somebody. Stop trying to measure yourself up to somebody else and be the excellent person that God created you to be. The Bible says, and he said, listen here, when the disciples heard that, they said unto him, we, they were exceedingly amazed, saying, who then could be saved? Jesus turns around and says unto them, with this, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things, all things are possible. Who would have ever thought 
a little old black little preacher boy now exposed to an entire world. So much so his name still has power. Known for his greatest speech. I have a dream. I'm still dreaming, church. Is anybody in this building dreaming? We are a people that can make a difference. But if Martin Luther King would have kept, continued to see himself as something small and insignificant, we wouldn't have been able to get to the front of the bus. We wouldn't have been able to do the things that we're doing today had he not believed in his dream. Somebody's waiting on you. Waiting on you to dream. Waiting on you to make sacrifice. They bombed his home. Come on, somebody. Threatened his children. Threatening letters all the night and day. And yet, his dream. Here's a man that stood for peace but always faced violence. Sometimes you might have to walk alone. But somebody is going to get free. Just because you have a dream. Give God a praise in this house. Inspired by a dream. Is there anybody in this building? Pastor, I, I kind of have lost my dream because of the onslaughts that I faced in my life. I sent you all a video clip 